0: What is up everyone? Welcome to today's News Tonight episode 48, which I was mistaken about just before we started. It is Friday. Finally. I feel like this week has been the longest week in the history of weeks, but before I go down that rabbit hole of depression, I am joined as always by my co-founders in Good Vibes Gaming, Ash Paulson in the upper left, Derek Bittner in the upper right, and of course, I'm your host, Steve Bowling. You know me. I'm down here on bottom. It isn't last year tonight, but we're doing it the same way anyway uh with that said Steve,
1: i don't know who you're talking about i i don't know who ash paulson is my name is first name donatello last name turtle
0: oh know. damn i didn't even realize the uh i don't know you need to cut holes in that that what that white. i know so you can your eyes i should through. actually
1: maybe i should do that that's a good, wow, good that... idea maybe i will
0: yeah, to Break Room Arcade in the chat, that beanie is 10 out of 10. Fully agree. <laughs> that is excellent. Well, <laughs> I didn't even realize until you called it out. Um, i we get
1: preview of another one I had before we... Uh, oh, oh, my gosh. I, I love more,
2: it. So. Ash scalped his father and <laughs> is wearing his
0: skin. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. Quarantine's there can be getting only a little one. wild. Nice.
1: Griff says, my toe, my toe. Very nice. Very nice.
0: <laughs> nice. Before we get too far into the episode, we do have a sponsor. Uh, this episode, as so many Friday episodes before it, is sponsored by Straightlace and The Soul Device. Uh, the Soul Device is a puzzle platformer where the player can create temporary platforms by shooting projectiles onto walls at the cost of HP to explore a Metroidvania-style environment. It's available now on Steam and is presently 80% off for the Lunar New Year sale. Wow. Also, if you choose to pick it up, the developer Straight Lace would appreciate any feedback you have as he's currently developing the sequel and hoping to make it as fun and enjoyable as it can be. I am nice. going to make a solemn oath on this episode of TNT that I will play this game over the weekend and come back on Monday with some with some opinions about it, but I do remember that Straight Lace added the ability to pet a dog in the end of the game just based on what he heard on this show. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you do play it, make sure to hit Straight Lace up. Let him know what you think. Uh, because By the he's... way, the
2: sole device is SOL.
0: Yes, sorry. Yes. SOL device. And there will be a link down in the description for the VOD version of this uh, to where you can pick it up on the Steam store. Uh, but thanks, as always, to Straight Lace for sponsoring this Friday's episode of Today's News Tonight. Uh, with that... There's Thank been a you very <laughs> much,
1: straight lace. I thought
0: I thought we wouldn't have a lot to talk about. I I had pitched to the guys. I was like, hey, why don't we just not do news and just vibe today? But so much happened in the last. There's, there's a fair hours. amount.
2: I don't think any of it's huge on its own, but there's at least something that's you know, st- topics to talk about. And I think yeah. we can make still make this a pretty
0: um, casual episode because yeah. Of that. yeah, yeah, we're we're gonna um, probably power through these because we got other stuff to talk about today.
1: Yes, and also quick warning, uh, just just to let everyone down early. There will be no EP dance today. Uh, you, some of you may have seen on t- Twitter. I slept wrong somehow, and I'm doing that whole thing where my neck is a wreck. Like I have searing pain anytime I try to move my neck. So I'm doing like the whole full body Batman Batman turn like this. So there will be no dancing today. But hopefully my neck will be in in dancing. You needed the shape Batman again beanie. come Monday. I know, yeah, right? I need that. That's a Batman true. Beanie. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I am Michael Keaton. <laughs> I am Michael Keaton. <laughs> yeah, we have uh... says
1: TNT becoming TM- TMNT. That's nice. Oh, wow, that's... That. damn. How yeah. did we not come up with that? <laughs> I know, right?
0: <laughs> that's <laughs> well done. Um, so yeah, we we have a just some kind of light news today, but we'll let's go ahead and get the first story up and we'll talk about this real quick. So this. This is an update on one of our stories that we talked about on the last episode. Uh, there were rumors, which Derek uh, was able to give us some breaking news of the non-EP variety. But uh, mm-hmm. we were speculating as to who would be tapped to play Joel in the Last of Us series on HBO. And it turns out, like, right after the show ended, they they confirmed that Pedro Pascal uh, would be the starring as Joel. I'm not super familiar with Pedro Pascal, but just looking at the side-by-side mm-hmm. shot, which we have on screen now... It's a pretty good likeness.
2: I'm actually surprised the you haven't seen it. There. Have you Have you seen? Um, I'm, I'm guessing you've not watched Game of Thrones. I have. Who Who did he play in Game of Thrones? He was um, the guy who fought the mountain and uh, got his head crushed. Oh wow! Okay, so he was he was that. I'm forgetting his name. It's been so long since I've watched. So he was a fan favorite there. And have you watched The Mandalorian?
0: No, I have not seen even one uh, okay. episode.
2: Well, he's the Mandalorian. That's where he's gotten a oh, nice big stank
0: boost. Well, that, yeah. that I feel better now. <laughs> oh, gonna, so, that's
2: right. He's also the villain in Wonder Woman 84. So he's. Becoming, haven't seen that either. Um, I, I haven't seen that yeah. either. I've not heard good things. Uh, so. Oberon Martel, that's it.
1: I'm not the biggest fan of this because of Wonder Woman 84. I'm sure he's an amazing actor, and the likeness, as you said, Steve, is definitely. Watch there. the others. But I didn't, I didn't watch Game of Thrones, and I haven't watched Mandalorian, uh, but I did not like him at all in Wonder Woman 1984. And that movie itself was just kind of meh anyway, but I did not enjoy his acting at all in that movie. So I'm a little on the fence about this, I, but—
2: I can vouch for it. He's very
1: good. I was going to okay. say, I, I
0: liked him fair enough. in Game of Thrones. I remember him okay. in Game of Thrones, and he did a great job there, Um and, and to be fair, when I say I haven't seen Wonder Woman 84, I should be clear that I watched, like, the first 10 minutes of Wonder Woman 84. And my <laughs> wife and I both just noped out of it really quickly. Because it, see, it it was just so cheesy from the get-go, and I thought it was a bit. I was thinking, oh, well, you know, they're they're clearly, clearly doing some over-the-top, like, dumbass <laughs> stuff. to, And, and it will be revealed that it's a set piece within the movie. And nope, that was just real stuff going on. We were both, we, we just changed it. <laughs> we decided that Yikes. we weren't going to waste our, right. our valuable time. Uh, it was yeah. very
1: average. It was just like the story took forever to go Which anywhere. is weird,
2: because I remember really enjoying the first one. That's why I was so shocked really? when yeah. the youth came out. It was
0: apparently bad. The first one I'm was like, great. Yeah. I've seen the original Wonder Woman. It was very, very good. 84. Yeah, it's just, like the
1: only really hmm. good DC movie, I would say. Oh, that. Uh, I know Shazam was good. I didn't see it, but I know Shazam, Shazam was, was good.
0: Shazam was good. Shazam, Shazam, yeah, was, Shazam good. was all yeah. right. I watched, Ooh, okay. I watched it on a plane, and I did not love oh, it. Oh, okay. But I did, anyway.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. By the way, you, you will like... Uh, Pedro Pascal as an actor is just one... It seems like one of the nicest guys out there. A story recently came out about him um, where his... Uh, I've, forgive me. It's been a while since I looked at this sister. Uh, looked at the article. I'll I'll just keep it peace. I'll try try to keep it as vague as possible because I don't know the specifics. His sibling came out as trans, and he they they they, they said um, that they had the courage to come out that way because of his support. He was supportive. The oh, that's entire awesome. Work. Oh, well so then
1: he's is, Joel. Great, he's Joel. Then that that's good enough for me.
2: But that's <laughs> he's, the, he's that's my new thing. Joel. But that's the funny thing. Also, is that people are like. Pedro Pascal's always so well known for playing very likable guys. How is he going to play?
1: That's funny guys
2: you are probably
0: not supposed to like, like Joel, right? Yeah, you Joel. Know, yeah,
1: that was it's, an interesting, yeah,
0: interesting. thing. Uh, our our friend and former TNT guest uh, Imran Khan tweeted about the tweeted about Joel, and he was saying something to the effect of, and I am deeply paraphrasing here, but he said. If, if you like Joel, I'm, I'm going to have to question, question your uh, character because it is true. It, it's really interesting because when you think about it on a micro level, it's easy to see Joel as a nice guy because mm-hmm. he's taking care of this girl who is being hunted and, do, you know, is very fatherly toward her. But if you, if you examine Joel on a more macro level... He is one of the worst human beings ever. Uh I mean, the world is in ruins. He has the opportunity to save it and chooses not to to make himself feel better against the wishes of the person he saved. So Mm -hmm. it's well, we
1: think, right? She never really had the chance to weigh in. That's the problem is we Mm. don't really know. You should play. Well, I should say, sorry, (laughs) I should say. Well, then I am. I'm closing it on the end of part two. I should say she didn't have a chance to weigh in at the time. As far as I know, maybe she did. Um, But no, I'm actually closing in on the end of Last of Us Part 2. And I was going to say, like, removed from everything he does in The Last of Us, Joel does seem like the kind of guy that I'd like to kick back and have a beer with and just listen to his stories. But with the context (laughs) of everything he does in The Last of Us, not so great. And I don't know if this is something that does eventually happen, but I'm glad that you don't get the chance to see Joel's reaction to Ellie's sexuality because I'm not sure if it would go over well and... I, that would break my heart if he if he wasn't supportive. So I'm, I'm glad that hasn't been a thing yet, and it seems like it's not, but we'll see.
0: Yeah. We'll see. I, I don't know, but no. my... Yeah, I, I don't know. Joel is an interesting character to analyze. I feel like he... uh Yeah, I, I feel like that, that hypothetical scenario where you're talking about having a beer with him, could you imagine you're sitting in a post-apocalyptic bar having a beer with Joel, <laughs> and he's like, all of this? Yeah, it's my fault. that's true well that's why it's removed from the context of the last of us in a non-post-apocalyptic world didn't
2: become post-apocalyptic because he seemed like a good dad yeah before the apocalypse
1: exactly he seemed like a really good dad before the apocalypse right so yeah
0: Hmm. yeah anyway we could we could probably talk about joel but there (laughs) i have a similar
1: wise
2: i'm very happy with yes ellie
0: and uh, joel i think the casting is really good I
2: have high hopes for this thing. We'll see if it takes, we'll see if it does well. Yeah. And I think it will. <laughs>
0: it's interesting to have two Game of Thrones actors playing playing the main right. roles in uh, The Last of Us.
2: I, I still need to see um, the other uh, show that the actress is in because she, I think, she's one of the actresses in um, uh, His Dark Materials, which I love the books, but I've not seen the oh, okay. show at all. Um, I just, yeah, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm curious how that, that show
1: ended up.
0: Yeah, I'm cautiously um, optimistic <clears throat> though about The Last mm-hmm.
1: of Us. Same here. I think I, I think there's a lot of potential for it to be a good series, a good TV series, and I'm certainly going to be watching it and checking it out because I'm such a big fan of uh, the first game, but also the second game. Now that I'm finally finishing it pretty soon, uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing how they adapt it. Uh, really quick, I want to extend a warm welcome to Emil Shabba, uh Shahab, Excuse me, Emil Shahab Hello. in the chat. Hey. I don't recognize your name, so I just wanted to say welcome to our live audience, and I hope to see you here for many more episodes to come.
0: Yeah, likewise. Absolutely. Thanks thanks for joining. <clears throat> uh, so let's move on to a second piece of really confounding <laughs> weird news. Uh, I'm going to throw that up yeah. on the screen now. <laughs> uh, so this comes by way of Serapy, and uh, basically the tweet says it all. The Pokémon Company to host a virtual concert featuring Post Malone on Pokémon Day starting on February 28th. What? Huh. I thought it was weird when I saw Posty in in Bud Light ads, but this might be this might be even stranger. I'm just not I, quite sure what to make of this. I mean, I
2: uh, first experience, really experienced post Malone with the New Year celebration, uh, from 2019 into 2020, and he was part of that whole thing. I was just happy with family and Amy, and we're just that you know they had his song. Uh, I think it was Circles, uh, being the thing to ring in 2020. And we're both like, that's a weird. That seems like a weird song. It seems so dour. And then 2020 happens, like, oh, it was a, it was foreshadowing because we <laughs> were just running in circles in 2020. That was okay. It's, it makes sense. Um. I, he's he's such a weird guy, at least the way he looks. So it's like seems yeah. like just you wouldn't think a guy with that many facial tattoos would be a good fit for Pokemon. <clears throat> but I don't know. We'll see how this concert ends up. I, I mean, I don't mind the song Circles, but it's also not a thing I fi- watch a lot of his stuff. Yeah, do
1: a lot of stuff. Yeah, stuff. I know his name, and that's about it. I, I know of him. I know he exists and is a thing. But I have never heard one of his songs, so I really don't have any opinion here. I've... I mean, I, I hope he does a great job, I guess. So,
0: what I know of Post Malone, one, I actually kind of like his... I'm I'm not like a huge Post Malone fan, but I like his his music that makes its way onto the radio. Although, mm-hmm. a, and mm-hmm. I will say one thing, I, I agree with Derek that I never would have kind of put the whole face tattoo gold teeth thing with Pokemon it from a branding perspective, <laughs> right. but I'm impressed that they're open-minded enough at the Pokemon company to partner with them. Uh, just because like Derek said, it doesn't seem like the type of image that they would vibe with, but you know, as, as we all know, face tattoos, gold teeth, whatever does not make the person right. That's of course. Y- you can be a wonderful person and, and be completely modified from head to toe. Um, but it is kind of one of those things that corporations, corporate entities have traditionally shied away from. Uh, so I think right. it's kind of cool that they're doing that. Uh, the thing that surprises me more is that his music is, I mean, it's obscene. <laughs> like He doesn't, he, he raps about doing drugs and having sex and that's cool. I mean, you know, I enjoy the music for what it is, but I definitely don't think, man, Pikachu and this, right. <laughs> like let's put those together. Right. Uh, I'm looking
2: at the, uh... Chad and they all seem to be pretty, uh, pretty positive on him, at least where he came from, because they're like, he had a song in Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, at so he least heard that. Right. Uh, Brandon, um, saying he was on Good Mythical Morning once and it was one of the best episodes they ever put out. Seems like a great dude, so yeah. Was... Uh, and even Pokemon themselves says, I think he still carries around a Game Boy Color so he can play Pokemon Red. So he seems to be a genuine fan.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say that Fair post enough. uh streams on Twitch. Regularly, And he seems like a very laid-back, chill dude when he's on stream. He's not over-the-top. He's not crazy. Uh, he plays a lot of Call of Duty. I've heard the anecdote about Pokemon with him, too. So, I mean, I, I guess this might be another one of those cases of a celebrity approaching a brand and being, Hey, I'm a huge fan of yours. I'd like to work together. And, you know, maybe somebody in the marketing department at the Pokemon company, assume, assumedly, wisely thought wow this guy this guy has a, a bigger reach than we do at the moment so maybe this would mm. be a good way to bring some more people over um and to answer eddie beal in the chat they did also announce a collaboration with Katy perry i do wonder if there is a connection right.
2: this yeah this could be this might be a very interesting um virtual concert because what else are they gonna mm-hmm. it's not right it probably isn't just post malone yeah the,
0: the and i big, mean hey, there there is oh man, steve I was going to say, the thing I find most interesting about this is that we still don't know anything about game-related <laughs> uh, other than new Pokemon Snap, and I do believe that they did say something to the effect of there will be game announcements, or not at the concert per, per se, but, uh... oh, I'm sorry, the specific wording is, Pokemon Company confirmed announcements across the franchise during the anniversary week, whatever that means. Yes. But I mean, basically, when, they got they're going right. to announce a bunch of things during
2: the week of the, uh, the you know, right. leading up to the 28th towards Pokemon Day. So we're going to get probably stuff across, you know, the next the next movie, the, probably maybe next card set, maybe the next, you know, game. Who knows? We don't we don't really yeah. know. Uh, we might even get uh, like a just out of nowhere a shadow drop of what what is that Pokemon Unite that we're working on.
1: Yeah. Oh, right. I forgot about that. I, uh, Flaming uh, Highwayman says, "Guys, I think Hudson and Miku is next. I would be so hype, unironically, oh like to watch Miku sing about Pokemon. Are you kidding me? I would be so down for that." Um, all this said, there is there is precedent for this. You know, we did get Coolio in the in the trailer for Sonic the Hedgehog. So, you know, yeah. rappers and video the games. First trailer, that. Did...
2: Well, that's... Guy, he was not in that
0: uh, soundtrack after that, though. That's no, but weird. in the
1: first trailer, yeah, and uh, yeah. So there is some precedent here.
0: Yeah, that and that is an interesting thing. It is worth noting because we've talked about this kind of thematically on different episodes of the show, but adults now all grew up with video games. We are the first generation of adults that grew up playing video games. And so it only makes sense that some of these folks would go on to be celebrities and and still right. carry their love of video games with them. I know personally if I somehow had stumbled into fame for whatever reason, I can't really imagine, but if I had become famous, made boatloads of cash, I probably would have just retired and kept playing video games. <laughs> right. uh, so, you know, I good on good on these celebrities that that are able to leverage their positions in society to partner with companies that they've long admired, because I think that's cool. I think anybody in their position would do it. So I I think this is cool. I I applaud the Pokemon company for being pretty forward thinking in regards to uh post Malone and I think that while while I still don't it doesn't make a ton of sense to me still (laughs) as a fan, uh I'm Mm -hmm. I'm intrigued enough to at least see where this is going Katy Perry is is way out of my wheelhouse in terms of things I enjoy, but I know a few Post Malone songs. I like them, and I definitely will be at least tuning into the concert to see what it's all about.
1: Sure. Yeah, I will yeah. be too. Might be a fun thing to even, depending on how long it is, might be even be a fun thing to stream. Oh, man. Like
2: maybe, but that also, that's a...
0: although That is a copyright music. strike HG. waiting yeah. to happen. Yeah, yeah. That, is, yeah that, is, that is just something like that. Yeah. If they had an official co-stream program, then I would definitely would consider be it because we could sure. appeal it. But, I mean, we yeah. got hit with a couple, not, not strikes, but claims on our Game Awards videos. <laughs> on our right, Game Awards that. stream, we got yeah. like five claims. And we were yeah. official co-streamers. Right. So... Yeah, Yeah. it's it's real, uh, it's real sticky doing that kind of stuff. I mean, we still have two claims on the uh, Capcom stream we did a while back for Resident Evil 8. So that's, uh, I mean, that's Capcom. Capcom is
2: usually get a little. Yeah, and
0: to be fair, to Capcom's credit, we didn't apply to be a co-streamer or anything. Apparently, they do stuff like that now, too. More recently, with something that honestly isn't worth covering much, but uh, they they had co-stream applications for the Street Fighter V winter update, which was a big. Sorry if you're uh, into it, uh brawl. Oh actually I actually bash. slightly
1: enjoyed that that update, but it was not the best thing ever.
0: Eleven sure. eleven was the most disappointing reveal I've ever experienced well, in a Street Fighter game.
1: <laughs> well, I think I think the whole thing is the fact that Eleven ended up being a bonus character, though. People thought he was the fifth
0: final oh, no, Street I, Fighter I
1: get, five character.
0: I get that, but I mean did we need him? Yep. He's he's literally yeah, just random I mean, select. I
2: mean, it seems like they're <laughs> setting up. Like, okay, we're building this up towards three, so maybe six, whenever that eventually is. a Thing can take place after three.
1: And I, I and I gotta that say, Rose, cool. like, as Jared Edinger said, Rose looked really cool. And Dan is Dan. You know, Dan is Dan. Whatever. Oh, Rose looked hold really up. cool.
0: I will say, Dan was my fucking highlight. This, <laughs> they, yeah. Okay. I mean, one. He's Dan, right? Dan is Dan is the best for a million reasons, but. Uh, his taunts have always been my favorite thing and now although I okay there's this is a double-edged sword one when Dan taunts now he gets like comic book bubbles with his taunt in Japanese above his head but yeah. they got rid of uh, his taunt where he says Zakenna which if you speak Japanese that's basically the equivalent of fuck you. Which I always thought was really funny because he uh-huh. would just jump through the air with his fist raised, shouting the F word at his opponent. <laughs> Which, as as a college Japanese student, I abused the hell out of that taunt. But oh, sure, I, I wish it was. Still I do there. love,
1: I do love that his that his V skills, or at least one of his V skills, where he taunt cancels out of his specials that it, that it charges his opponents. V. Uh, v yeah. He doesn't oh charge only his own game. He charges his opponent's cage too, which is perfect. And, yeah. um, you know, I, I will say, yeah, I mean, you're right. The the presentation overall wasn't the most exciting thing, but I thought Dan and Rose are both pretty cool. And 11 being a bonus character doesn't bother me. As Maximilian said, he seems like he's going to maybe be this game's Mokujin, Gene. And that's fine. Yeah. You know, he's not the last character. And look, at the end of the day, any game just giving me the revival of a rival school's character. I can't hate. I can't even dislike. Mm, I have to like it
0: because it's a rival school's character. So that's fair. That's
1: that's the presentation I'm looking forward to is when they go into Akira.
0: Yeah, I I am definitely excited to see that, too.
2: I'd be amazing if they It probably won't happen. But if a Power Stone character ended
0: up being the fifth, (laughs) that would be hype. You know what, though? Or a Darkstalker's character. Don't Mm. tease me with Power Stone. I I can't. (laughs) I need one. Why is Power Stone one not on Switch? I'm I'm gonna come out and say that Power Stone Two was no good. It it just wasn't good. It was trying to be it Smash wasn't, never Brothers. It. I've
2: mm. I've never I played I've seen a little bit of uh, the original uh, Power Stone play, but I've not not seen any of two.
0: Oh man, Power Stone One is is incredible. Power Stone Two doubles down on goofy stage mechanics and traps and stuff like that, mm. and is more oh. four player original Smash Brothers ish, and it just doesn't pull it off. I don't know. Mm. Some people really love that game. I'm not one of them. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> I could ramble <laughs> about random Capcom BS forever. Uh, let's go ahead and throw up a, our next story, which is sure to delight the hell out of Derek. Hell yeah! And that is Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart has a release date, June 11th and uh i'm so high. thank god man I'm this so is high. the reason derek went balls to the wall <laughs> trying to find a playstation 5 in the first it place is, so. because
2: i, I got to, i just did it on the on the i was like yeah we'll start looking around and then i realized how difficult it was. it was like oh god i better get this before you know it comes out because who knows when it's going to be a thing and uh who <laughs> got one i'm all set for it june yeah. 11th perfect
0: yeah this i'm so is, excited
2: gimme gimme gimme
0: yeah. yeah, I am. I am really hyped to play this. Probably not nearly as much as Derek, but this is one of those games that just looks like it'll be such an awesome showcase for what the PS5 can do. Yeah. And I uh, yeah, I just hope my my hope is that they reveal or, or not reveal, but they enable support for storage expansions <laughs> on the PS5 by then, because I'm already out of space. Right, I'm getting this. I'm going
2: into this, uh, expecting uh, into the PS5, expecting to do a lot of like
1: (laughs) file management. File
2: management basically (laughs) is like, all right, well, I'm not playing this right now, so here you go, get rid of that for now, and then you know, just swap and swap and all
1: that. Yeah, I've already been playing that game, like, I, I, uh, is. One of the reasons I'm looking forward to finishing Last of Us Part Two, it's not just that I can't wait to see how it ends, and I can't. It's also because finishing it allows me to free up 86 gigs or whatever. Oh man, for other stuff. Yeah. So So, yeah, my
0: strategy, as unsightly as it is, is that all my PS4 stuff goes on a USB hard drive which mm-hmm. I, I built myself. I, I just bought, like, a hard drive and hooked it up to a little cable. It's real ugly, though. <laughs> and I hate that I have uh-huh. this really nice white space-age console and then just this, like, <clears throat> USB cable hanging out of it with a dingy old hard drive hooked up to it. And I'm like, that's where my PS4 games live. Um, yeah. But even, even just PS5 stuff, those games are huge. I mean, mm. I've... Yeah. I, I think... I got sent a code for NBA 2K21 for the PS5, and that game is like 100 gigabytes. It's ridiculous. The heck? Um Jeez. But I'm already kind of sort of playing the song and dance where I have to delete stuff. And then uh, I've got so many screenshots and video clips because just like the Switch, now that it's real easy on the PS5, I capture so much additional stuff. And almost every trophy comes with a 4K video clip attached to it. So your space just gets eaten up, but... That said, does
1: those, do those yeah. clips get deleted?
0: <laughs> nope. You have to go and delete them yourself. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so I'm, I'm that,
1: that is now, one thing. Go ahead, Derek.
2: I was just saying, I'm looking at the three games I got to see how big they were, like how much storage space they did 66 gigs for Demon Souls, 105 for Miles Morales, yep. and 31 yeah. for Sackboy. It's like, jeez they're huge games i
0: mean they're beautiful you know where that space is going but yeah it, it is ridiculous taking it back to ratchet and clank though because that's what we're really here for um let me see I'll thing, in the i chat will says, find out
2: how to turn off those clips because i can i, I don't i don't need my space getting yep. sucked up
0: like that there's a way right. i'm sure but uh real there quick i doodle in the chat says thoughts on the theory that the female lombax is named rivet I'll, I'll throw that to you, Derek, because I'm not a ratchet. I've, I've not
2: seen that theory because I've been mostly staying away. I know there's a lot of theories regarding the, um, the, uh, other Lombax. I, I don't, I, I, I have one, one theory is also, uh, just because of comments made by one of the developers, uh, has people wondering if the other Lombax is trans. Um, that's a, that's been a thought. um, and I've not seen this whole rivet thing, but honestly, that's a pretty good name, Ratchet and Rivet. It is. I like Ratchet that. and
1: Rivet. I like it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I like everything I on that,
1: though. I'm just. I, I keep watching this trailer on repeat, and the, and the PlayStation's Twitter announcement, and I just, I'm, I'm being drawn right back into why I'm so excited for this game in the first place. Not as excited as Derek is, but I'm, I'm like you, Steve. I'm up there for sure. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get this as soon as I can at launch and play it. Uh, even if I'm not quite at the 15 out of 10 hype level Derek is. But yeah, I'm I'm excited for this.
2: So, Break Room Arcade, Brandon, Uh, accessible way to play through Ratchet & Clank? Not really. Most of the games... If you have a PlayStation 3, yes. Otherwise, uh, mm. not really. Because yeah. uh, at least with PlayStation 3, you can play through the original trilogy, thanks to the collection. Uh, you have access to crack in time tools of destruction quest for booty uh and <laughs> basically all the story important games that you would that you might want for rift apart i don't think they're necessary but they get they show you where they got to at this point um and i i think you know the, the only ratchet game that ever came out on ps4 is the one based on the movie which is fine not the best but it's fine. Mm. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, Beautiful. if you yeah. want to play the ratchet, yeah, oh god, it's gorgeous. But if you want to get, um, uh, if you want to play through uh, and experience those ones, unfortunately, you're just going to need a PS3. I'd love more, more yeah. of a collection because uh, they are <laughs> so much fun. And I've been doing, I've been doing a um, play playthrough series. I've played through the first four games already for uh, personal streams, just to get people like, hey, this is why you should pay attention to Ratchet and Clank. And I. Um, stopped for a moment just to get to take a little break because Ratchet and Clank games i love them but you're basically doing the same thing a lot <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't change up the gameplay quite as much or is as short as a castlevania series for example a bit right. longer than that so i'll take a little break to play some hollow knight um but ratchet and clank uh is gorgeous i'm looking forward to getting back to it uh get through really if there's if you have a choice of ratchet games to play uh Tools of Destruction, Quest for Booty, Crack in Time, and um, uh, what was the other one? The uh, Into Dimension. Oh God, I'm blanking on it.
1: Oh, I don't. I know ones. which one. Are, I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, they going about, to the though. shelf. Um. In the meantime, hey, it's Dingo. Uh, is in the chat with a little context, saying the trans theory comes from the fact that the past Ratchet and Clank games stated plainly. That female lombaxes don't have tails and this one does so that is interesting okay i didn't know that bit of lore yes
2: yeah the uh because they had a female lombax in the second game um angela cross and she was a they clearly said she is a lombax but she was taller than ratchet and had no tail
1: um so the theory is
2: that uh, that would explain the theory um,
1: okay. Um, A uh, Doodle says uh, they said in the blog post that you'll be you'll be feeling rosy soon when talking about the female Lombax Rosie, maybe being an allusion to Rosie, the Riveter. So I guess mm. that's where the rivet mm. name comes from. So that makes sense. There's a lot of stuff to unpack here in terms of where the story could be going and who this this Lombax could, this other Lombax
0: could be. I am I'm gonna tell you I'm not here for the lore, but this game is gorgeous. I mean, mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah. There's not. A, I mean, you don't have to worry too much about the lore. It's something I can geek out about just because I've been f- playing it for so long, but you can still have just tons yeah. of fun with this game because of the crazy weapons, the uh, gorgeous visuals, and it's going to be funny. Doctor Nefarious is the villain again. He is always hilarious.
0: Uh, nice. One of my
2: favorite villains. Um, it's a foregone conclusion that the, uh, the uh, Captain Quark is going to be in it. He's always funny. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, the, so the other down for this game.
1: The other like last exciting thing about this is that the, the announcement of this release date brings us one step closer to the announcement of the release date for Horizon Forbidden West, which is what I'm fucking. Do you think flipping do out you about. think
2: that's going to be a uh, holiday title?
1: That yeah. makes sense as a holiday. I, I'm title thinking. I'm thinking either holiday or possibly like late, late, late summer. Mm-hmm. I could. I could see like maybe September. But it, it like, yeah, I, I guess it may be September, October for Horizon. But if not, then yeah, holiday, I would say. But yeah, I do I, think it's going to make it this year. I, I don't think it's going to get pushed next year.
0: I agree with that. I think that it's definitely a 2021 game. I feel like it's, I feel like it's the holiday game, though. The one you bring up the end of the year with. Probably is. Uh, just yeah. to maximize those holiday sales, right? Consoles. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Usually you want a big I, game to go along with your PS5 sales.
2: And you'll be yeah. happy, Ash. I do plan on playing Horizon pretty relatively soon basically get through persona uh play a little bit of gravity rush just to take a little have a shorter game to enjoy and then uh. jump into horizon
1: oh i yes. can't wait i can't wait for your re- reactions to it it's so good man
0: it's so good <laughs> so heading into yet another story that'll thrill derek let's go ahead and get this next one up on the screen so Spiritfarer has uh, shown off their 2021 roadmap for the game, uh, which is basically free post-launch DLC. We have uh, Lily, the se- the spring 2021 update, which uh, brings with it a new spirit, more story content, improved co-op, and some uh, quality of life stuff. Uh, much the same for the Beverly update. Uh, we get new buildings and a new spirit, along with more quality of life updates. And then Jackie and Daria, which is uh, two new spirits, a new island, uh, and a new event. I'm not quite sure what they mean by new event. Uh, I'm not but entirely
2: I, sure about that either. It's, but regardless. I, gotta, I gotta say, yeah. Um, this, the, the game's already amazing and I have not beaten it myself just because I played on PC. I don't play on PC a whole lot. And it's me just building up the, uh, effort, you know, the, <laughs> the uh, like all right i i like got to get play buy it again on switch and then play through what i already did it before so that's the rough part about it about it but um god this game's gorgeous
0: god it's yeah. so much fun to play it yeah, is, you
2: just love it it is i i do want to pick it up it's it's 30 bucks and it's so it's it's 30 bucks it's a little bit more expensive than most others but it's also gorgeous and it's getting completely free updates that's amazing uh to have it just add that much more value and it feels like, um, Oh, okay. Uh, as says, Avengers the term, the game uses for resource resource collection, many games, like the bot like bottling lightning. Oh, okay, cool. Cool. That's, that's oh, when you okay. have a bit more active, um, stuff that you can do. I've not never played it on, uh, in co-op. Um, but when I did play, uh, you know, just on my own, I just enjoyed, it. I, it, it, it's the type of game that if I'm just relaxing in bed with uh, Amy at night, she's playing a little bit of Stardew Valley. This is like what I would play alongside her.
0: Nice. Just gotcha. something
2: nice and easy to enjoy.
0: Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, Rob Rmanx asks if the game is on Xbox Series X. I believe it's basically there through Xbox One compatibility, but I don't believe it's enhanced in any way. It's on Game Pass, as a few mm-hmm. folks in chat have mentioned so Mm. i I think if you have it you can pick it up there and play it Uh, not a lot to say on this it's it's a great game like derek said Mm. i still need to finish it i've played enough of it to know that i really like it it's just where's the time (laughs) but um (laughs) I, i i will play it when i get a chance to slow down a bit um there's there's another game i'm playing right now all three of us are playing right now which we'll talk about later on after we get through these stories um but man, the good news train for Derek <laughs> keeps keeps pulling into the station. This one, well, I'm not sure. If this I'm not good. sure how we he feels this about Hearts this fans. one. Uh, yeah. Let's throw this up on the screen. So this comes from Wario sixty four, and I'm sure all y'all have already heard this. But Kingdom Hearts one, two, three, and Melody of Memory are all coming to Epic Game Store uh, for PC exclusively, exclusively, exclusively. Yeah, and, is I'm sure this is a timed exclusive. Because, oh, more than likely, every single mm. <laughs> EGS exclusive is timed. Um, damn, it's
2: so it, it's a good get, great for PC gamers who have not had a chance to play the, the series and all of that. The thing that got me, they're full price. I'm sorry, well,
1: yeah, you can get it, might be get, a good get,
2: it right? might be a good get because. Yeah. The Square, the Square course... isn't
1: really well known for their great PC ports. Let's just put it out there. They yeah, don't have the best true. track record when it comes to PC ports. And so the fact that you can't necessarily trust that these PC ports are going to be the business and the fact that they're full price and you can get them so much more cheaply. Yeah, on I PS4. think you can
2: get the story so far, which is basically all the stuff that's on PS4 plus Kingdom Hearts 3 for about 60 bucks.
0: Yeah. 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 I'm I'm more it's... worried about what the PC community is gonna do with these games.
1: That's
2: that's probably the yeah, more that, most that's... exciting thing about this is the mods, but
1: exciting mm. and horrifying in equal measure.
0: Yeah. 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 I, I mean, you'll you'll get your your share of disgusting disgusting mods for this, but you you might also get some really cool stuff. I'd I'd like to see additional characters put into the game or or you know, wholesome mods uh yeah I, actually I evernight
2: see. studio playable Kyrie mod that'd be that'd be cool that
0: would be hype Play yes is,
2: i mean they because they, they have a bit of a move set <laughs> for her now hey it's well, and they have the
1: ps2 style uh model for Kyrie in in melody of memory so there actually is a model sure. for them to work from both ps2 and uh
0: ps4 style nice Hey, it's Dingo in the chat, says Thomas the Tank Engine boss fight, which, yeah, <laughs> yeah. we all know that's going to happen. Honestly, I
2: just imagine the final boss of Kingdom, the original Kingdom Hearts, like, you know, the when he's a big ship. Just make that Thomas.
1: <laughs> oh, that's perfect, actually. The the Ansem Seeker of Darkness shit. That's perfect. Uh, and and Brandon, Breakthrough Arcade, says, I'm ready for Kermit the Frog to become a Keyblade Master. He, me, I think we're all ready for Kermit the <laughs> I just Keyblade wanted
2: Master. to wait around, like, yay! Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's the thing is, there actually are a lot of really cool mods The the potential for really cool, genuinely awesome mods is massive here. It's just, you know, in lockstep with that, the potential for a lot of really, really, really horrifically <laughs> uh, NSFW mods is also massive. I mean, but, that's for any game, really. Yeah, no, that's true. I think it's I, like I, I was saying this before the or when we were talking before we started recording. It's just a fact that, you know, all the characters in this that you play as are essentially kids mostly. There are a couple of, of exceptions like Terra and Aqua. But generally they're all minors. So I really hope it doesn't <laughs> get too weird, you know. Yeah. yeah. And by that I mean weird at all, but yeah. I mean, the
2: thing is I I'm not really going to be paying attention to this. I got sure, my Kingdom sure. Hearts. I'm I, only going to be playing it on console, so whatever.
0: I will likely right. only interact with this through through articles made about mods. You, yeah. you know somebody's gonna post like, look look at these crazy Kingdom Hearts mods. Here's Goku as Mickey Mouse or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. which you know those will be fun. But yeah, the rest of it, I'm I'm not super excited about this. If I want to play these, I'll play them on PlayStation. I, I really have no right. desire to have these on my PC. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure a market for this exists. It's just not one that I care about much. Um, well, and but, I, I
1: think it's not the one that even a lot of existing Kingdom Hearts fans will. I, I think the, the whole EGS exclusivity really puts a damper on it, even for people who are excited about Kingdom Hearts coming to PC. That and the fact that they're all full price. like There, there are so many buts and asterisks to this announcement that make even people who are looking forward to Kingdom Hearts on PC maybe kind of recoil a bit.
0: Yeah, I mean, EGS is not a popular place. I don't think it necessarily is fair. that it's unpopular uh but it is and that's that's just the reality of the situation that means it's pretty unfortunate but i bet after a year these will be on steam and some people will go pick them up if there's anybody left that still wants them um -hmm. i i just i I wonder if it was egs offered square an open-ended deal just hey we want some kind of exclusive, and Square was like, well, we're not giving you Final Fantasy, so here. Uh uh-huh. Yeah. I imagine it was I mean, probably, I could see that. Yeah, some something where they wanted a big-name franchise, and Square thought, well, you can already get Kingdom Hearts everywhere else, so here, <laughs> you can have these games, and people probably won't buy them, but whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, and, I, mean, I it's mean, good good news they... for the folks that do want it, but hate consoles for some reason.
2: Yeah. And they, I also right. saw that they announced that Axiom Verge 2 is going to be EGS exclusive for a while on PC. Although
1: it is still coming to Switch, though. So that, that, right, it's still coming kind of out to other consoles. The, yeah. But
2: yeah. If, if you want to play it on PC, for I guess yeah. that first year or whatever, EGS.
0: Yeah, right. A-Doodle a- a- in the chat makes probably the most salient point I could, I could imagine for this. Uh, he says, people will double dip on a Steam sale, not for EGS full price, which I agree. If I, yeah. if I wanted it on PC it would have to be 10 bucks on steam and I would just add it to my library because I know it would never go away. Um, yeah. But I'm yeah. definitely not going to pay 50, $60 for these games. They're, they're not worth that anymore. Sorry. Right. Uh, anyway. Um, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Rob.
1: Be Really quick to before we move on, this isn't in our official lineup of news, but I did want to take this opportunity to remind folks that there is a final fantasy seven remake concert happening in Japan tomorrow and exclusive announcements for this concert have All been right. teased. So uh, for those of you who are hype about FF7 Remake stuff like we are, uh, you know, keep your ear to the ground tomorrow for some sort of... Uh, the the popular theory seems to be that we're going to get maybe a PS5 and PC version announcement tomorrow.
0: Please. Um, but
1: either way it sounds like we're going to have something to talk about on Monday for TNT. Do, but do if you don't want to wait get, that long... Yeah.
0: I'm not going to wait that long if that's the announcement Same. we get. I will hop I on right. tomorrow. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, it all depends. If it's, I don't think we have much to talk about. If it's just going to be an upgrade, like Crash Band, like Crash Four is getting.
1: Depends um, on it. Depends on the extent of the upgrade. If they're going to include that Tifa scenario that was cut in true. development, you know, that's that's worth talking about. It's it's um, worth it if they fix yeah. the door. The door, right? The texture issue
2: with the <laughs> no, door. No, fix everything but the door. That door yeah. needs. But the day. door.
0: Make the yeah. door worse. <laughs> but
1: uh, yeah, so you know, definitely look forward to news dropping tomorrow on something. FF Seven Remake. Do we have, do related. what time that is? Uh do we? Let's see. All I'm seeing here on the Push Score article is that the concert is tomorrow, not the time the concert is at.
0: Uh, I'll take a look. Yeah, I'm looking. Interesting, but but I'm what? so
1: excited. Please let it be the PS Five version, please, please, please.
0: please. <laughs> I would be so happy.
1: Okay, it starts at five PM uh, Japan time, which is eight AM UK time. Which I believe which is, is midnight here. Midnight our time. Which I'll be oh, up. God. So yeah,
2: Ash <laughs> will know right away. Yeah. yeah, I'll be up and yeah.
1: So my, my, so my wife you... and I are planning on having having a few drinks tonight. So maybe I'll just get on and drunkenly oh, slur yeah. about
2: <laughs> three a.m. Eastern. Yeah, I'll be
1: asleep. <laughs> Seven remake. Yeah. Yeah. If you get All a right, notification
0: well, at three a.m. from GVG saying you up, it's Ash. Oh,
2: Ro- yeah. Uh, <laughs> Rob says it could be. It's probably just ports or Ever Crisis. Ever Crisis. You know what? I'm curious.
0: I, I'm curious. Oh, enough I'm curious to, too. Yeah. I, I might actually, now that I know that it's 1 a.m. my time and it's Friday night and I have a long weekend. That's true. I might be there. I might be there. For yeah, <laughs> you and I might be up,
1: Steve. I'll definitely yeah. be up. Um, what well, one thing I do not think it is, I've seen some people say, well, maybe we're getting part two news. No, no, we're not. This is no. not going to be, they're not going to exclusively reveal part two news at a concert. Not yeah. going to happen. Agreed. Yeah.
2: Although they have shown trailers for games. I don't know they've not announced games at concerts, but they've shown new trailers for games at concerts.
1: Yeah, they might tease something very briefly for part two, but this almost certainly, to me, reads as a enhanced version announcement for PS5 and PC.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, agree. honestly, all they need to do to tease you for Final Fantasy VII Part Two, give us a render of the new design for Yuffie or Yuffie, Kate Sith, uh, Sid, or Vincent.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but you know, yeah. I, I'm I'm just gonna be real with y'all. If we got Anything resembling a trailer for Seven Remake Two, it would be your typical dumb Square Enix T's where it's like a feather floating through <laughs> yeah. the air, and then you see Cosmo yeah. Canyon from ninety-eight miles away, and then you see uh-huh. the title, and that's it. <laughs> That'd
1: be it. It would. That's all it would oh, be. God. You're totally right. I can't actually just
2: remind. you talk about Cosmo Canyon, what the hell is Bo- Buggenhagen going to look like in the remake?
1: Oh, that's I'm so that, excited! Because how does he flip? float?
2: Is he just float yeah. on a cloth, or is he riding a crystal ball? I could never tell. Yeah.
1: That's a really good question. Um, young Ben Kenobi says, I feel like I'm spamming, but what about 16? Um, I mean, they, they, they specifically have said that there's going to be FF7 remake news at this concert. They haven't said anything about 16, so I wouldn't expect 16 news, but who knows? I'm not Square. It could happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. All right. So let's let's keep talking about Square for a little bit. I'm going to throw <laughs> yeah. our next story on Square. Oh, screen. this is
1: nice news. I like this. Yeah.
0: I figured we we had to throw Asha Bone tonight as well. So trial <laughs> trial of Mana hit one million units sold, uh, and that is you know it launched in April of last year. One million is honestly a lot more than I expected from this uh, right? because it kind of flew At under the radar.
1: Suit. Yeah, I mean it's 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 been o- under a year since it came out, and uh, I reviewed it for GX, and I, I liked it a lot. It's it's a it, it's just, it's a great reimagining of the original Seiken Densetsu 3. And I think what, what makes me so happy about this is, you know, one of the things I mentioned in my review is that it's un- unapologetically and proudly old school in the sense that it, it feels and plays like an action RPG from the PS2 generation. It it, it it does not go out of its way to be bold or new or innovative or try to do something. No, it's just a good, l- pretty linear action RPG from the, that plays like it was on PS2, but people still loved it anyway. And it sold a million copies. So I'm just glad to know that there is, there are legs for games like that these days and not everything has to be trying to be something crazy and new that there is room still for just traditional kind of more uh, intimate experiences, I guess like that.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I got to admit, I was a bit turned off by the voice. I think it's not, it's something I wouldn't mm. mind going back to picking mess. up at some point and just trying it's all over the, the place <laughs> the i, I, I all haven't all even played the, the original yet i need to go th- i still need to play secret of mana as well mm-hmm. yes um, you do at least i played final fantasy adventure i got through that at least
1: uh, hey it's dingo says yay twiles of mana making fun of charlotte oh, and, and trials of mana because she for some reason yes she's a child but for, for the thing about and i said this in my review too it's not as though I think all the actors are really bad. I think the voice direction was really bad. I think they got they, they got talented people enough on, on the cast. It's that the direction was bad. So, yeah, you had Charlotte saying everything with a twile and, and really whiny and, oh, so annoying. Oh boy. Oh, so man. annoying. Yeah. Um,
2: how was the voice acting in Secret of Mana? Any better? Worse? Uh,
1: worse. Wor- everything about the Secret of Mana remake was... Significantly worse than Yikes. than the Trials of Mana remake. Like, yeah, Secret of Mana just all over the place was kind of a mess. It it played fine, but everything around that, not not you could tell that it was very much on a budget.
0: <laughs> yeah, I oh, I wow. did. I only played a demo of this with with you, Ash. I think at E 2019? Oh, did we? I guess so. Yeah, we did. We did we, play we had that appointment with Square. In... Oh,
1: right, yeah, where we uh, met up with uh, some Nintendo Life folks.
0: Yeah, and we uh, right. we played through uh, that and Final Fantasy VII Remake, I think they were showing at the same time. Yeah, they were showing them both. Yeah, yeah. and we were cycling through different stations. I, I liked the demo a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had just come off the Final Fantasy VII Remake review when that happened, <sighs> and so I was taking a break. <laughs> I was done. Sure. Uh, I, sure. I- weren't doing much. Yeah, I, I had some some time on my hands but I didn't want to yeah. play a video game for a while. Uh right. That being said, I I want to go back and pick this up because I do have a soft spot for those kind of old school somewhat campy RPGs. The ones mm-hmm. where people were still getting a feel for how 3D RPGs and and fully voice acted RPGs should work. And Mm -hmm. I definitely get that vibe from Trials of Mana, so
1: I absolutely 100 percent carries that vibe throughout. Yeah, I definitely
0: want that then because yeah, I I think my favorite of those kind of baby step RPGs, if you will, (laughs) those first baby steps into the 3D era, Grandia 2 is way up there for me in terms of oh, Grandia 2 is a masterpiece. It it really is. is. So many RPGs I've not played that I need to play. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Good lord! I still need to play through that on Switch. Still, I need to finish Me too. it. I, I started it, and it's really good. But uh, I would, I would really like to pick up Trials. Maybe <laughs> throw it on the twenty twenty one to do list. I guess. Mm-hmm. Right. That's huge. Um,
1: hey, it's Dingo makes a couple of great points. Uh, first, they say I, I unironically love the Trials dub because it's such a mess. And yeah, I, I kind of point that out in my review as well. Like it, it, it's not good a lot of it, but it's appreciably and lovably bad it's not just like horrible um there's it's just weird because it goes it goes from like some scenes being pretty damn good to other scenes scenes being like what the, were they thinking and <laughs> i think that's kind of because you never know what you're going to get with it and i think that's kind of what i liked about the, the dub. crazy
2: thing is i played the japanese version like listened to the japanese dub of it as well and it's not any better
1: <laughs> no yeah yeah um, they also say, I like some choices from the Secret of Mana remake, like Sprite using they, them pronouns. That's a great point. I had forgotten yeah. about that. And that I thought was really cool. Yeah, that is
0: cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I don't have a lot to say on this beyond that. <laughs> but no. I, I think that it's yeah. cool. One million units I'm really happy for because obviously... Publishers love to point at performance like this and say, this is how you get a sequel. So hopefully, you know, this shows that there's yeah. interest in further remakes of beloved Square IPs like Chrono Trigger. But I, right. would... and I know a lot
1: of people would like to see a Legend of Mana remake as well. I just want yeah. to see that soundtrack come back. Um, but this is a good day. I love a I love a Square heavy news day. We got Kingdom Hearts. We got Trials of Mana. We got potentially FO 7 remake coming tomorrow. This is <laughs> cool. nice. I enjoy this.
0: Yeah, it, it honestly isn't a bad news day. Um, yeah. Speaking of which, we have one final piece of news, which let's just get the temperature on this. I'm going to throw it on the screen. So uh, I, I'm really grateful to Derek right now because uh, last episode we had talked about the fact that uh, Platonic teased that they had an announcement coming up. And uh, I was ready to run it, and Derek, you know, <laughs> uh, aired on the side of caution and said, "What if it's nothing?" And uh, so here's the announcement: Ukulele developer Platonic Games establishes Platonic Friends publishing label, announcing its own new game soon. So uh, yeah, happy so, birthday!
2: I mean, it's you co- know go, ahead, go ahead, Ash. Go okay. Go
1: ahead. Well, I'll I'll say this on its on its face, this is an exciting news, and I totally get that. But, you know, they they have proven themselves with Impossible Lair, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just got finished reviewing Cyber Shadow, which was the, the the first delivery of the new publishing arm of Yacht Club Games. So, you know, the fact that you have, on its face, Yacht Club Games saying, hey, we're going to become a publisher now, too, that wouldn't be exciting. But if they've got the eyes to pick the right games to publish, just like they have the skills to develop great games then this could eventually turn into something to be excited about. Again, that brought us Cyber Shadow, and Cyber Shadow is a great game. So, yeah, right. this specific announcement, not very exciting, but I am excited to see what the people who made Impossible Lair look for in a great game, because they can clearly make one. So I think this could turn into be something potentially exciting.
2: Well, I, I they have already have three developers on board so far, uh, all interactive, who's known for BPM bullets per minute, for Braz, which is known for Slime on san, san, and Okidokiko, uh, which did OK Golf. And I've heard good things about all of these. I played a little bit of Slime san, san, I have too, actually. It's pretty fun. I have um, Slime
0: saw. I haven't tried it. Uh, Limited Run Games sent me a copy out of nowhere, and maybe I'll try it. I don't know. It looks really cool. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: it, Apparently but, it says, uh,
0: Aunt... "Oh, go
1: ahead, Derek." No, you go. Ahead. Andy Day says, I guess the rumor is they play Platonic is working on something about capital B, the villain in ukulele, which, okay, if if that's actually what they're doing, that can be neat.
2: I wondered if they might try to go for that Diddy Kong nostalgia next.
1: That would be cool. That's That's true. Diddy Kong Racing. Yeah, Diddy Kong Racing. That's true. I mean, and uh, who was it that uh, Andy Day also said, I know it's a bit unpopular, but I enjoy the original ukulele and I really like the announcement of the official ukulele too. That's the thing, is that at the end of the day, especially the Switch version, pretty pretty decent game it was a good game it wasn't great but i thought it was a good game after all the horrible launch issues got ironed out so i i, I do think Platonic deserves a bit more
2: uh consideration oh, no, they, they won my respect with impossible
1: layer uh, as far impossible as the original Lair, ukulele eh. yeah it's it's fine it's not great it's fine yeah yeah um
2: but yeah i mean there, there's a lot of avenues they can go with this um i think they have a good you know they're in a good direction so far, and could have come up with something good. They said they they have also said that they're revealing its own top secret new title currently in the works in the near future. Who knows what that could be? Could be the whole capital B thing. I know they said they uh, when they were making the original ukulele they wanted all the characters able to have their own spin off, Which, looking at the cast of characters, I'm not sure if that's possible. I you know I I don't know.
1: Yeah, um, I don't see how that's necessarily doable. Some some of them maybe, but the vast majority, I don't see how that could happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: we'll see.
1: Um Rob Armin X was a good idea. Blast Core would be a good foundation for a villain based game. That's true. Yeah. That is yeah, Capital B core. That that could that could certainly work. <laughs> could uh
2: could do um Oh man. <laughs> would they go for Jet Force Gemini?
1: <laughs> oh my god. I would Can love it, man. <laughs> I w- uh imposter says trouser spinoff yeah, okay yes trouser is one of the very few supporting characters in ukulele who i would support a full game spin-off uh, of. you just make it because he's
2: wall street kid
0: <laughs> trouser yeah insane. well
1: also and, and trousers are great just because you know i i have 12 year old humor i just yeah i think I was was gonna a when it comes to my All dumb right, humor then. so that's why yeah exactly
0: all right so i think i think we've covered everything and we're gonna be on track to give a pretty lengthy post show here which i'm excited about but i want to share just a little quick good vibes anecdote with our audience before we sign off because i always say i'm gonna do this we have a whole channel for it down in our discord but this is so so cool and i meant to shout it out last week but i forgot in the chaos that is this show one of our members a former ep notch 212 uh just clinched the world record for any percent speed running of Shenmue 3.
2: Holy like, crap. As really? of right now,
0: he holds the world record for both a uh, New Game Plus and just a regular playthrough of the game, which is insane. So I just want to throw out a huge congratulations yeah, to him. That is so damn nice. cool. He had never that's heard awesome. of Shenmue until I went to E3 with him and got into the series after he saw me, like, lose my whole goddamn mind when they announced 3, and now he's the world record holder for, for the latest entry in the series. So congrats, my friend. It's really cool wow, that you did that. So I cool. love that a member of the GV gang holds a world record in anything. Yeah. <laughs> so congrats. How, uh... Hats off to you if I had a hat.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's kind of funny because the um... – yeah, you know, the latest uh, what happened was on Shemu Three. Yeah, yeah,
0: I saw that. Right, I, I, I'm in that episode in a weird way. There is really? video footage of this face in that episode because uh, Matt McMuscles clipped out the portion of Sony's official broadcast where everyone started losing their minds at Shenmue three. And I'm like right up in the front crying. I didn't even notice. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, because it. nobody notices because one guy stands up and he's like, Oh, and I'm literally right two rows in front of him <laughs> crying. Oh man. I have to look back at that. <laughs> yeah. So if, if you ever have seen that, that press conference, I'm, I'm hiding like in the lower right-hand corner of the screen somewhere. <laughs> um, that's awesome yeah so so that is uh really cool and that is a great episode by the way of of what happened because as much as i love shenmue 3 there are myriad problems with it that hopefully someday i'll talk about here on GVG. but uh yeah i i I really uh am proud of of the fact that one of our folks uh managed to snag a world record that's that's really really Mm -hmm. cool that is really cool uh so with and, that, and don't don't lie. Steve.
1: It... It's a great episode of what happened because you're in it. That's, well, that's the real reason. Obviously. Yeah. I mean, I, I make
0: yeah. every YouTube video better except for the bad YouTube right. videos um, <laughs> no. of which Should we hurt.
2: also have a nice shout out to uh, Brandon. Yes, yeah.
1: it's his birthday.
2: Oh, my yeah. God.
0: Yeah. I shouted it out on Twitter and in our discord. Uh, but yeah happy it, again today in good vibes happy birthday to the one and only brand well we have a few brandons that we love here at We G-G. have a few
2: brandons but Brickwood Arcade you yeah, know the miracle himself Yeah Miss, Mr. Mr.
0: Miracle yes. birthday boy Brandon uh hope you're having a great day out there what is it 27 which makes me feel old <laughs> uh, So um, uh yeah. I know right he is he is officially uh he was born after the NES era, which makes me feel all kinds of weird. But, uh... Yeah, Yeah, man. I, I don't want to turn this into, into me lamenting my age, but happy birthday, Brandon. <laughs> you know we love oh, you wow. here. Everything Alexia you do and channel.
2: Luxia is also their birthday. Yes, today. I was going to say. Wow, geez, So many birthdays. Yeah.
0: yeah and Luxia are in our, uh, in
2: our,
1: in our Discord birthday. community. So, happy birthday to everybody. <laughs> Seriously.
0: A uh, doodle saying, I was born the year the PS2 came out. That, like, is a gut check of epic proportions. Yeah. I was yeah, working. It hurts. I had a job. <laughs> anyway, I've got to sign off. This is making me feel like the impending <laughs> yeah, threat is, of death. This is painful. It's yeah. Um, so, <laughs> oh, go ahead. Before we do, actually, no,
1: we can actually, I can mention this in the post show. Yeah. There's a reason to right. do it. So uh, yeah.
0: with, with that, with that, Stark reminder of my own mortality. We've covered all the major headlines from today's news. Before we sign off, we have to give a special thanks to our patrons at the producer tier for helping to make this show Happen. We literally could not do this without you. And I know y'all know after 48 episodes where I'm <laughs> headed next. We have to give a massive, massive non-dancing thanks to injury, thank you to our patrons at the executive producer tier. And in no particular order, because that's now how I believe it works, because last time I said it was alphabetical, and I was wrong. Uh those fine folks are Jonathan Belmare, Brandon Bovia, Rob, Rman X. Dan and Twistle, Z Patty, Hyrule Hermit, Sky Blue Flames, Adam O'Sullivan, Richard Herrera, Michaelphone, Floating Mew, Christopher, The D-Pad, Guillaume Monet, Vesmio, Waffle King, Nick Waterman, Kitty Kong Facts, Vedron Hotik, MacAlau, John, Joshua Hunter, Evernight Studio, Benny Yao, Shadow the Cat, Azran127, Ken Roulet09, Jake Pelka, Geller, Shiny Turkey, Titus Malvolio, Charlie Bird, Mitchell Herring, Lucky Wonderfish, Top Dog23100, Brooke, Young Ben Kenobi, Charles Zaz, Douglas Comics, Andrew Maderos, Orem M, Brady Power, Phantom23, Scott Barber our returning friend to the EP squad Patrick Harrison welcome back Rocks the Cat Yes Loyal Dingo Flaming Highwayman Sean Garrett The Legend of Groose Eddie B Kai Ed Kit Fisto West Egg Master Lynx, Sean Davis Denith Jackson Jordan Michael McCaw Matthew Wong, Ashish Joshi, Goron Amber, Straight Lace, Seth Walker, Hubie, Marcos Conchas, who, by the way, I've never properly credited. He is the one that uh, commissioned the chicken review. So when you see that, you can thank him for it. Thank you for commissioning (laughs) the wildest (laughs) video I will ever make. Moving on, we have Wolf X Blake and Moon Macarons. Kane, I almost said Kanye. I almost say Kanye every time. Kane, (laughs) Captain Finlandia, (laughs) 60 Minutes in 60 Seconds, The Game Orb, Dano the Artist, Synchro Lord, Brainchild, My Mom, Hi Mom, Darkumi87, The Flying Tacos, and Scuff196. Again, thank you all so, so much for your incredible generosity. I am humbled every night to be able to read those names, but remember... You too can become a a patron over at patreon.com slash gvgaming where you can watch today's news tonight live for as little as $5 a month. That gets you a slew of other benefits. Feel free to check it out on the page. Thank you all so much for watching. If you liked this video, be sure to subscribe to Good Vibes Gaming for more good times like these. And until next time, good night and good vibes.
1: Happy Valentine's, everybody. Good night, everybody. See you Monday.